What's up guys, it's Mickey. I have big news, BK fam. The official IG page for Blank Canvas is live. You can find it by typing in Blank Canvas Podcast or at blank underscore canvas official. What's up guys, it's Mickey, and welcome back to another episode of Blank Canvas. Guys, we have made it to the end of July. Can you believe it? The end of July is here. Summer is almost over. I don't know when officially summer ends, you know, like actual weather time, but you know, when June and July is gone and it's about time for school to roll back in, the summer is basically over. How are we feeling? How are we surviving this heat? Because this heat is on another level because we are messing up the planet, FYI. But how are we feeling? I've also been saying that the episode titled My Soul is Tired has been climbing up in numbers. And if you haven't checked out that episode, it's a really good episode about how I explain what it feels like to me when my soul is tired. And I think I give some tips on how to overcome that feeling or at least deal with it and make it manageable at that time. But how are we feeling, BK family? I'm checking in because that episode has been climbing in numbers and that's a telltale sign to me that we are tired and we're going through some things. And I just want to say, hold on. And you know, one of my favorite ones, keep going. I know that's so much easier said than done. And I do not say that to you in an empty way and with empty words. I really mean what I say, guys. And please If you can find any kind of way to the best of your ability, push through as long as it's a healthy coping mechanism. I don't want you to use a mechanism that would bring you down further or make the situation worse. In a healthy way, find something that helps you keep going and push through. And I want you guys to know that you guys got this. You can do this and you will do this. So I hope everybody's okay. And speaking because that episode has been climbing in numbers, I want to make sure that you guys remember to slow down and rest. Give yourself a break mentally and physically and give yourself grace for mistakes you may have made or red flags you may have missed. Just give yourself grace, guys, and give others in your lives grace maybe that's something that is making your soul feel tired and it doesn't mean put up with consistent bad behavior or abusive behavior you can see the good in everybody and still have your boundaries and still have your walls in a good way not in an unhealthy way or in some of the ways that I have talked about my walls being and we talked about that and I built this shit brick by brick episode. That's another good one that you guys should go check out. So remember to be kind to yourself. And most importantly, if you believe in God, make sure you give God some time daily. Staying in his presence keeps us sane and allows us to learn how he speaks to us in his ways and teaches us how not only to deal with people in the way that he would, but can give us clarity on what's next. Okay, so another thing is gas went down temporarily. That is a blessing. I would love for it to go down a lot more, but you know, everything counts these days. Never thought we'd see the day where all of us were excited about $3.99 gas. 
$3.99 gas. That's still freaking crazy. And I remember the first time it climbed up to $3.99. I was like, there's no way. And it kept going and it kept going. And then now we're four some, five some, depending on the state. You're like six, seven. I think the highest I saw in the United States was like nine. Oh my goodness. I am so sorry, you guys. It went down a little bit. I hope you guys took advantage. Maybe traveled a little more. Just went and filled up your cars while it was still a little cheaper. It can go down a lot more. I wish it was $3.99 by me. It wasn't even that. And then I used premium gas at that. So my goodness. How sad that it wasn't $3.99 by me, right? But hey, at least it went down just a little bit. And hopefully it'll go down a lot more. All right, guys. So this week I thought we'd do a little fun episode and it's going to be on relationships, how I view marriage, what I think about kids. We've heard some of my answers to some of these things, but I thought I'd put it in one big episode in one place. These are some questions that people ask me all the time, whether they know me personally or not, and whether they should be in my business or not, which pretty much every topic I'm talking on here, nobody should be in my business about unless I allow them the privilege of it. But I mean, me being a female, half of these questions that I'm going to talk about, every single female gets these questions starting from, I I don't know, when puberty hits and honestly, maybe even before puberty, because people tend to, when it comes to women, focus on them, having relationships, focused on them, being mothers and this and that. And I love how the questions uh, tailored to boys and men is like about self-improvement, how to, you know, make their life be centered around themselves and different things. And I'm not saying that's the only thing and the only questions that men get, but we know it is a difference. And we know the questions that we get as women starting early. It's about how can we serve other people and how can we serve a man and, things in our lives and our questions tailored to us tend to somehow focus back on how the world would look at it, how society would look at it, or how it would um, somehow give us, I don't know the way I'm trying to describe it, but basically like how our lives or our opinions and thoughts sometimes aren't valid if we don't have a man to validate these things or whatever. Like we can be, I heard on, um, as I have G video from another podcast, they were talking about how women can be great and be really successful and be making six figures and people were still coming up to the woman and being like, um, so when you want kids, um, so when are you going to find a man? Like she's very successful. She's a kind and she's a good human being, but that wasn't enough. It was still like, you are incomplete because you don't have kids or a man. And so, you know, that's what I mean when I say it's kind of like for females, we get these questions early and it's kind of tailored like that. If I had a dollar for every time somebody has asked me a question that pertains to sex, my vagina, my future family planning, or my singleness, um, how I they question me about, am I making certain decisions that are for myself? Is it in relation to a man in some kind of way? I'd be rich. I'd be really wealthy. And if I could be wealthy off that, I wouldn't be mad because I still wouldn't answer them, but they can ask me all day long. So today, 
BK family, you guys have the privilege of me answering some a little bit to a certain extent. And yeah, let's go ahead and jump right into it. So the first one is, how do I feel about dating currently? Honestly, (sighs) big breath. I'm not sure. (laughs) I'm not sure. I'm in the middle. There are some people that date to date and others that date with a purpose both have their benefits, I believe. Um, Some people thoroughly enjoy being around people and getting to know any and everybody. And I'm just not like that. Y'all know that I'm an introvert. I can be friendly, but people drain me and very few people truly know who I am. Dating to date is, well, exhausting for me. I don't even like going out just to go out. I'm at so much peace in my own space by myself. So going out to say that I just went out, just to say that I did, and meeting up with a stranger to have small talk sounds so gross and exhausting to me. But I understand for others, it can be fun and thrilling. And if you love it, go for it. By all means, go for it. Many people say it's how you find what you like and how you find what you like or dislike in a person and in a partner. And um, I do think dating can be a very useful tool for you to get to know yourself in a relationship with somebody else. And I know dating, everybody, what I also have learned is that everybody has different um, opinions on the talking stage, the dating stage, are they combined? How long you should date a person, how long you should be engaged to a person and stuff. And that may be a whole nother episode within itself because it is so crazy, which it shouldn't be because we're all different people with different opinions and perceptions, how different everybody, men and women, it's all over the place about how we view the talking stage and dating and the timelines on all of it. And my biggest recommendation I would say is do what works for you, do what fits best for you and um, go with your own flow because what works for one person, as we all know, BK may not work for someone else and you have to do what's best for you as long as you're not trying to harm other people in the process. And sometimes I guess making the best decision for yourself can be hurtful, but you know, I'm talking about literally going out of your way to be evil or to be so selfish that your decisions cause harm, like in the worst way and on purpose, like intentionally, you know? Um, so yeah, just going out meeting up with a stranger, that just is really exhausting for me just because of my personality and the kind of person that I am, but I do think it can be a useful tool. Now, I am more of a date with a purpose kind of girl. We're not about to be wasting each other's time. So if I don't feel a connection like or like God has called me to it, um, me personally, I can't see myself building with a person. And that is just a big no for me, okay? Next thing that I get all the time, dating is also so scary right now, especially in this generation. Um, People in their 20s are still trying to figure themselves out. I keep going up in my 20s and I would love to say that I figured it all out, but clearly I haven't. And I've come to the realization and I feel like I'm going to be right. So as BK goes on and as I get older, we'll see. Um if I am about this point and this is a timestamp episode, 
I don't think I'm ever going to have it all the way figured out. <laughs> That's just what it's come down to. I don't think I'm ever going to have it figured out all the way, but um, bits and pieces at a time and trying to put together as much as I possibly can and move out of wisdom in the process. But people in their 20s are still trying to figure themselves out. So thinking that two lost people um, jumping into a relationship is a good thing is kind of crazy and wild to me because it sounds so dangerous and unwise. And one of the most important things is I think willingly or unwillingly people will have their heart broken. And I am scarred off of stuff I've seen and been through myself. It's uh, And it's just really some fucked up shit that happens out here. As I'm sure that all of us know personally, maybe not on the same scale, but we've all had our variations of different things that we've all had to deal with that can or cannot change us. Um, and it can be hard protecting yourself from heartbreak, even with a high level of detachment that I have, such as myself. Um, I think I also used to be naive a little bit when it came to humans in general. Uh, when people told me who they were, I believed them, but I learned that I need to let them, I need to let them show me that. And I need to give lifetime to put the person and put me as well in situations where I, myself, and they will show if they were lying about who they were or not. Because it's not just about if another person is about lying about who they are. It can also be about, was I lying to myself about what I can and cannot handle? Was I lying about who I was and how I would be and um, about things that I, it's so easy to say, oh, I don't like this or I don't need this. And then you get in a situation you're like, oh, well, you know, maybe I do like that or maybe I do need that. Um, I think it's easy to say a whole lot when you're not actually in it and be like, I would move this way or I think I would do this. And I always say that you never really know what you would do in any situation, whether it's about relationships or any kind of thing, until you're actually in it. And again, each one would be different. So you may not have needed it in one, but you may need it at another time. So I think we should all keep that in mind. I'm not opposed to dating, but I feel like a lot can and needs to happen before that, especially because I am the kind of person that likes to date with a purpose. I feel like long before titles, you have to find somebody willing to build with and vice versa. That is the starting point for me. And then naturally, as time and the relationship progresses, the titles will come. At least that's the way I look at it. And again, not everybody wants a title. I respect that and say, do what's best for you and your partner. Okay? Yeah. Another thing is, I recently had a friend ask me, do they think that I've met the one? Do I think that I've met the one? And my answer to them was, I could have 10 right ones in front of me right now. <laughs> okay, do you hear me, BK family? I could have 10 right ones in front of me and I wouldn't believe it. It's, and I, like I explained to this friend, it's not just about having the right one. It's also about being ready and them as well. So two people aren't messing up something that God meant to be a blessing for everyone involved. Um, what else? Oh, I get asked this all the time. And of course, I'm sure most females do. Do I want to get married? My answer is 
Yes, I do want to get married. I've always said God will tell me who my husband is and I include him on every aspect of my life, even the small details. So of course I would pray on the right time to actually get married, even after being engaged and stuff like that. I can have a timeline all day long and clearly God has the final say and that's not just with relationships, that's with any kind of area. As we heard on another episode, um, I think in Here Comes the Sun, I read this letter and I describe how I had this timeline from when I graduated college and God had a completely different timeline and wanted me doing completely different tasks and serving in a completely different way than I imagined. And I told him my plans and he laughed and he told me his and I chose to be obedient to his and it's been working out so far. Has it been easy to consistently pick up my personal cross and follow Christ? Absolutely not. And I think I may do a whole episode or maybe not a whole episode, but at least talk about it on another episode of what it feels like following God. And sometimes it doesn't feel like uh, rainbows and pot of golds at the end. It doesn't feel happy go lucky all the time. It's not peace and joy all the time. You know, the fruits of the spirit are always available to us, but we also have our flesh and and we have our emotions and we're human and it's not always the easy and best feeling to follow God because there are trials that come with following God and um yeah so clearly uh his plans will always have the final say I've also said to people that I trust God and some people get it and some people don't of course when I tell them that God is going to tell me who my husband is they look at me crazy and I have heard from personal experience and I've seen videos and stuff and I know people can lie in their videos hell people can lie on podcasts people can lie talking to another human being straight to your face so of course you never really know but from what people have shared there have been plenty of people who say they have heard God speak and tell them who their spouse was you know wife or a husband it's not just for women to hear who their husbands are I have heard men say God told me this was my wife um I moved and I operated accordingly and a lot of them are still married to this day because they heard from God and I think it is a beautiful thing to not just be with somebody to be with somebody, but be with your God-given partner. And I know that we love people depending on the season and we change and grow with the way we love and deal with people. But, um, and I am a firm believer in that there are levels to this. There are definitely levels to this, but I believe that there is somebody out there for every one of us, whether we're all supposed to marry them or date them or the timeline of that, I am not God. So I can't specifically tell this black and white plan of this is step-by-step of how it should go and how you find that partner and what it should feel like. Because what it feels like for one um, couple may not feel like that for you and yours, but or how you heard God speak to you about who your spouse is and who they should be and where you can find them may not, he may not speak to each one of us in the exact same way. Matter of fact, I can almost guarantee he won't speak to each of us in the same way because we don't all hear him the same way. We don't, we're not all, um, attentive in the same way. When I say attentive, I mean like each way we might not hear God the best. We all have our ways that we kind of hear God the best. And he speaks to us differently depending on the season and the situ 
situation. So like I said, some people get it and some people don't. I've also been asked, has God already told me who my husband is? And I can honestly say, I will never reveal if and when God has or hasn't told me until after I'm married. I may tell my husband in the engagement stage, but I'll probably reveal that to whoever God chooses for me after we're married, just because I don't want 50 million opinions. Y'all know that. I don't care about anybody's but God when it comes to something serious like that. And I mean, I know that should be in every area, but I just from what I've seen and what I know love can be, love can be so great, but we as humans, we fumble the bag on love and we fumble the bag on relationships so hard. And it's and sometimes it's people doing it on purpose. And a lot of times it's because we're human, number one. And two, we have to learn. We're never going to, number one, relationships at work. We're human. We're going to make mistakes. And it, we're not going to get it right all the time. But you have to find the person that is, you're willing to deal with the mistakes that they make and you're willing they're willing to deal with the mistakes that you make and that you're willing to grow with and learn because again as life goes on and things things change over time people change over time and life is consistently moving forward and we have to be willing to flow with the river and I get stuck on the rocks okay and <laughs> could you imagine me telling my fiance like he's the one and then turns out to be another guy like my bad oops <laughs> so that's another reason I may keep it to myself um and that's why I won't be answering that question I know I get that all the time God also I pray about is am I even supposed to reveal if and when like I have no problem telling people that God is gonna tell me but I also know that I don't know when I don't know if he wants me to ever share that about that experience if it ever happens when it happens not if it happens because it's going to happen it's just that if I'm ever supposed to share those details with everybody else now if he says it um that I'm supposed to share with a specific group of people then I will or if he says that okay tell the world your story and there would be some people who can relate or the increase their faith that they can they can hear from me and find that they're find their um partner that I give them then um and by that I give them I mean by God not by me um then I will I will be obedient because obedient is best right all right, the next thing that, you know, women get all the time is, do I want kids? We've heard my opinion on kids uh, a couple of times. You will hear my opinion on kids again. It's just inevitable. And, okay, so I've talked about this a little bit before, but I'm more inclined to get married, um, even with my level of trust issues and fear when it comes to relationships, dis- um, and despite not having a good example more than I am to have kids like I'm more inclined to get married than I am to have kids now it's not to say that I won't have kids but I think I do look forward to marriage more than being a mother and then I'm not hating on mothers out there I know that motherhood is a gift and it's a blessing and it can change you for the better I just I have a lot more talking and praying and soul searching myself and being in God's presence about 
what really is it to raise a child? That responsibility and what really is it to be someone's mother, not just be a vessel that gets them here because I will be a vessel that gets them here, but how to parent correctly, how to raise a child that is my child, but I do not own them. They are their own person and they are God's first, just like my husband, just like me. Like we all belong to God first and any of the people that we love, whether we chose them as friends, family, or friends that turn into family that we chose, um, they're all borrowed people on borrowed time. And with kids, I just, with any with anybody. I want to make sure that I'm living the fruits of the spirit and that I'm not making somebody's life worse, but better. And have I, have I moments of making somebody else's life worse? Absolutely. I'm the hero in some people's story. I'm the villain in some others, but I know that I own it and I play my role well, whichever one it should be. I'm not saying go out here and be the villain in people's story, be better than me, BK, but I am honest that, um, I do have those moments. Um, But with raising children, I just know that it's, I don't take it lightly. And I know that it's something very, very serious. Um, I'm terrified to bring a child into like a shitty, toxic environment. And so much damage can be put on a child. And the big thing that always sticks to me about children is they don't ask to be here. Like we as parents, we make that decision to have them. Um, Right now, America is currently trying to make us be forced to, have, uh, make that they, they want to make the decision for us, which is not okay. Congratulations to the other countries that aren't having to deal with this. And if for some reason it starts happening in your countries, fight like hell to make sure that they don't and make sure that you keep autonomy over your own body. But that's a serious decision. And, um, it's not just about, I need to do more soul searching. I need to pray about God and really truly understand what it means to be a mother and to parent. And I want to parent my God. Like he is our father first and he doesn't want to harm us. He wants the best for us. And, um, even though he is our father, it's still such a beauty and choice and loving him and choosing him. And I want that freedom for my kids and I want them to be individual and like their own individuals and unique and think for themselves. I don't want to raise robots or raise them in the way that only fits me because just because I'm their mom does not mean that I will know everything. And I do not know everything currently now. And no matter how long I live, I will never know everything. I'm not sovereign like God, but um, I can try my best and I will make mistakes, but Yeah, I can honestly say I'm looking more forward to being married than I am to being a mother, but that's also going to take a lot of soul searching, being in God's presence, um, therapy, and just really not looking at children as burdens and looking at them as blessings. And I think being a woman, it is mom's baby daddy's maybe and I know this obviously is not in every situation and how much of a blessing it is if you didn't have to um even think about that slogan but unfortunately for a lot of people it's mom's baby daddy's maybe and men have a luxury to be able to walk in and out of their child's life or be have the luxury to be able to delay when they want to come into the realization that they're having kids or even delay the process of starting to help raise their kids 
And women don't get that. It's like you're on go from really when you conceive them and you're pregnant with them and then you have to figure it out. And um, young, young moms, I feel your pain and I understand like you're trying to figure yourself out as an individual when you're young. Um, and I know even in older stages, you are still trying to figure yourself out, but you're already trying to figure yourself out as an individual. And it, we cannot want to admit that, like just 20s alone, talking to my people in my 20s for a second. We're consistently trying to figure out ourselves, right? And there's pressures, whether it comes from us internally or it comes from external sources. And we feel that pressure to have it all together, to have it all figured out. And when we don't, it can feel like crushing. But imagine for the young people who are also parents. And I know that there are some young dads who are out here and y'all are doing y'all thing and y'all are trying to figure out yourselves while still being great dads. Love it. Shout you out. There are moms out here doing the same. And a lot of moms, they don't, we're embarrassed to admit it. You know, like I don't have it all figured out by myself as an individual, but it's another layer when you're a young parent, because a lot of people are going to be looking like, oh, well, that's too bad. You should have thought about that before you had a kid. You should have thought about that before you decided to become a mom, not knowing everybody's circumstances, knowing that the details of everybody's life is differently. And even if you did make the decision on purpose to become a young mom, it's still a whole different ball game when the kids are actually here and then when you're in life and you're like damn I'm still trying to figure out me and now I have to figure out me as a mom I have to figure out me as an individual and I have to figure out how to raise these kids with the mindset and the level of maturity and everything that I have right now and it's just a learning process and I think at any point I'm not a mom yet but I think at any stage in life that you become a mom or a parent, it's a learning process in general. So shout out to the people in their 20s still trying to figure it out. Shout out to the young parents, okay? I know it can be, you're not allowed to say, I don't know, especially if you have children. So I'll say it for you. It's okay if you do not know. None of us know it all. And we're all just taking it one day at a time trying to figure it out. Give yourself some grace and give yourself a little extra love and just do your best. Do your best. Um, I think if you love your kids to the best of your ability, you have open communication with them, they will understand and they will forgive you for the mistakes that they that you um, will make along the way because you're just learning and you're just trying to figure it out and nobody can fault you for that. I mean, people can try, but ignore those people and know yourself as an individual, know yourself as a parent, because there are going to be so many people that try to tell you, you should do it this way, you should do it that way, or I did it this way. And you got to do what's best for you, and you got to do what's best for your kid, and you'll figure it out. So shout out to you guys, and keep going. And I'll say the quiet part out loud, it's okay not to know. Just because you had kids, whether on purpose or not, it doesn't mean that all the answers started magically raining down just because you're a parent no like you that's a whole new ball game that's a whole new experience and you have to figure it out so give yourself some grace okay be easy on yourself young parents be easy on yourself older parents too okay be easy on yourself because parenthood is a consistent learning job and duty all right (laughs) And I mean, besides just like toxic environments and anything, like look at this world in general. 
Like, look at the current state of this world. It is fucking bananas. And we can't protect kids from everything already. So them being hurt is inevitable. I also will worry about my kid. And I, okay, I'm going to say something that's probably going to be a little controversial. I don't honestly think it's that controversial. I'm just saying the shit that people talk about in their inner circles to their closest friends and that they just think in their head and can't say online. Um, So Mickey, I'll say it for you. <laughs> I don't believe you like your kid just because you pushed them out of your vagina or had a C-section form or whichever way that they're brought here, surrogacy, whatever. I don't think you automatically like your kid just because it's your kid. And I know that probably sounds crazy, but I have heard women that say, I did not feel an immediate connection when my kid came out. It took a minute for it to come, whether it was a week, whether it was six months. I've heard moms share their stories for up to, it took two and a half years, I think was the longest. And I know that there are probably longer that you feel to connect to a kid just because something is growing inside of you doesn't mean you automatically feel a connection. And I think that is a misconception that, oh, moms just automatically feel it off rip. That's not always the case. And so I try to be realistic and have that in the back of my head that, um, you know, um, it's a possibility. I may not like my kid. I mean, I hope I do, but it happens. Um, I mean, because your kid is its own person and they will have their own personality and character And I just really may not like them as a person, no matter the way that I raise them. And it doesn't mean that I won't have love for them, but like and love is definitely different. But cross your fingers, cross your fingers, guys. And people always tell me that I'm going to be a good mom, though. Like even with me having all my doubts and reservations, they do tell me that I'm going to be good, be a good mom just from knowing me and seeing the way I act. And they say I'm very nurturing. So um, I just have to say, I agree. (laughs) <laughs> I think I am going to be a good mom, but I, I just take it so serious. And I just, I don't just want to have a kid to have a kid. And I don't want to bring a kid into something, you know, wild. Cause that's a, that's a big deal. And that's a big responsibility altogether. Um, and I recently told a friend that I really hope I like my kid. And they said, off your loyalty factor alone, Mickey, you will, you will, and you'll be great. And just the way that kids, can change you. Um, my loyalty and my love runs deep and hard and it brings something into this world. And I love it like that. The vulnerability that comes from that, that risk of me being willingly to catch charges for them and so much more, that is just wild. That is wild to me. All right, guys. So that is some of the questions that I've answered about relationships and marriage and kids and all that. And, you know, if you guys have some more, send me some voice memos. And when the social media page is up, you guys can send me DMs and stuff about more questions that you want me to answer about this stuff or that you want me to answer about any topic or things that you love about the show. And if you are um, if you want to send it to me now before the page is up, send me a voice memo. I would love for you guys to um, do that. And I will include you. Let me know in the voice memo if you want it to be included in the show. And I may be able to include your voice memo in the show and have it play in the episode, which would be so cool as well. Well, 
We've made it to the end of July and now we've made it to the end of this BK episode. So I hope you guys enjoyed it and I can't wait to see what we talk about next time. As always, thank you guys so much for taking time out of your day to listen to Little Aunt Me and thanks guys for the support. Thank you to my OG BK members. Thank you to my new BK members. All glory to God because we are continuously growing and this is not just a hobby for me. This is something that God told me to do and I'm just... I'm grateful and thankful, and I can't wait to see all that God does with this. So remember to take it easy. Remember to take it easy since it seems like our souls are tired and stuff. Um, Be kind. Find something that makes you feel good, something that's recreational and fun, and that just makes you smile. That makes you smile. Practice gratitude, and if you can't find the energy to be kind and show a little extra love, if people are bringing the worst out of you, take a break from people. Be with yourself. Recenter yourself. Meditate, and um, just find your inner peace. All right, guys. That's all the time that we have for this week. I can't wait to see what we talk about next time. Bye. Bye.